Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. We've made improvements each year. I think we've gotten better each year. Last year was, you know, a disappointing end to it, but all the strides we've made along the way allow us to come into this season still chasing that that championship, that that ultimate goal, and, and something that is truly attainable, something that we can we can we can grasp. We're right there. We're knocking on the door. Mike Conley on the Jazz potential going forward. Series of press conference, media availabilities yesterday. Mike Conley on why he returned, Hassan Whiteside and Rudy Gay on why they showed up, how they fit in. Pascal also coming in with the trade. It's a PK. Yeah. You listen to all of that. You're intrigued for something that gave Jazz fans hope. This is our year, man. I don't care what you say. I could care less what you say. This is our year. I could care less what you say. Go ahead and say it, because I'm not even going to care. I could care less. You couldn't care less, you mean? No, I mean, I could care less. I won't, but I could. (laughs) (laughs) Saving that one up. The classics never grow old. Utah Jazz Summer League wins in Las Vegas. They beat the Suns 63-57. Joel Brantley, Trent Forrest pacing the Jazz with 10 points each. They're back in action tomorrow and they take on the Dallas Mavericks. First team to 20, man. I felt like it was a pickup game at the park. <laughs> they were struggling. I watched Summer League ball out to Ying Yang last night. <laughs> <laughs> and how does your Ying Yang feel after all of that? Well, I appreciated watching Suggs. I love him. I am on his bandwagon big time. He played uh, before. That game went into overtime. Man, talk about gripping. Seeing that ball game, he's a really good player, man. He can fill up the box score. He didn't have an especially great shooting night. I think he was 9-22, but I was watching him versus Cunningham. I just think that kid's going to be great. And then I watched a jazz game. and That was a bouquet, man. It is just virtually nothing more than happenstance if the free throws go in. <laughs> that form, oh, man, it's painful. It's like he puts it right at his face and then flicks it. It's not even above his head and a follow-through with the wrists or any of that stuff. Can't believe an NBA player would shoot a free throw like that. And yet, there it is. There's just no way you could play him at the end of the games. I don't know. I mean, he's a long way from being in that position anyway. But that's, yeah, he's atrocious. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks have agreed that he should get a Supermax rookie extension. $207 million. He's 22 years old. He's the first player eligible for the designated rookie max extension upon signing because he's twice been voted first team All-NBA. And you can get a little extra cash for that. So he's got it. I wonder what the cost of living is in Slovenia. You know, what can that buy? Everything. Do they have beautiful coastal views? Where is Slovenia? It's on the coast down there in Eastern Europe. Eastern Europe? Because I'm a Western Europe guy. Everybody knows that. 
So I've never been to Eastern Europe. I was going to say, how many times you've been to Europe overall? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> but his first trip will be to Western Europe. There you guess. go. It's one of the privileges of being a janitor's son. <laughs> hey. Never having to Zero worry about trips. going to Europe, <laughs> Canada, any of these places. I never went out of the country with my parents, come to think of it. So, yeah, well, I mean, it was obvious. He was a heck of a player. I mean, 22 years old. He's going to make all league is probably 10 times, 15 times, 12 times. Will he be the next foreign guy to win MVP? Giannis Antetokounmpo got two, and now we see Nikola Jokic get one. It's three in a row for foreign players. Seems like Luka can pull that off at some point in his career. Sure. Carmelo Anthony telling reporters in his introductory press conference with the Lakers that teaming up with LeBron James was because LeBron just came to me one time and said, yo, the time is now. I want you. we got to make this happen. And I just felt like for right now, this is the best time. He'll score some points. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Giants running back Saquon Barkley returned to practice Monday for the first time since tearing the ACL in his right knee early last season and expressed optimism afterwards that he could be ready for week one. I guess you can say with my mindset, I'm definitely hopeful, Barkley said. It's definitely better being able to practice now than later on in camp. Giants season kicks off September 12th. He's got a little more than a month to get ready. 32 days. Full year from the uh, ACL. I'd expect him back. It seems like they've been shortening those things up. Obviously, his ACL is going to take a huge pounding. He's a big guy. A lot of force when he's cutting and trying to explode and run over people. I wish him well. Patriots tight end Hunter Henry will miss a couple of weeks with a shoulder injury suffered over the weekend in training camp. The injury is not serious, according to reports. A couple of weeks now, with 32 days to go, not a big deal. 17-game season, time to recover. How many games can people flush away at the start of the season and not worry about it? Because it's a long season. You're going to pump the 17-game season endlessly, aren't you? You've mentioned it multiple times. It's a 17-game season. What's going to happen is they're going to rest guys. So they're not going to play 17 games. Hence the question, how many can he miss? And it doesn't matter, because I think you're absolutely right. No more than they could before. It depends on the team and the race. Some... I mean, waste? Is that what you're saying? Waste games? Sit them out. Give them the old Kawhi Leonard I think it's how many can they lose. I don't want to be wasting any games. I I mean, we've seen teams with seven and nine records, but it's relative to your division, too. So it's hard to say. Yeah, in the NFC East last year, you could really struggle and be fine. The NFC West, not so much. It happens from time to time. Tom Brady's NFT collection will go live tomorrow, giving fans an opportunity to acquire the first of Brady's autograph collection on the DraftKings Marketplace. Preseason pass collection will feature Brady, Wayne Gretzky, Tony Hawk, Naomi Osaka, Derek Jeter, and Tiger Woods. What the heck is an NFT? A non-fungible token. (laughs) What the heck is fungible? (laughs) I knew that was coming. 
They give it a, like uh, it's the best way to a digital sounds, a, a digital trading card trading card a digital collectible. Can we speak English you're here? A ba- you're a baseball card guy, PK. Obviously, this is the digital versions of those. You can own okay. Them. Well, then say that. Don't give me some stupid initial and fungible. That's what it's called. Big deal. You can call it whatever you want, but it still has to be explained in common English. People like their their little secrets. Gives them the separation you always talk about people wanting. Tom I Brady, know something. Tom Brady needs separation? No, the people who came up with NFTs and name stuff. Who were they? Tom Brady's getting paid. I don't know. Some digital guys beats me. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Miami Hurricanes quarterback Derek King has become the first college player to sign an endorsement deal with the Florida Panthers, the NHL team announced Monday. King will appear at some Panther games and events, plus engage with fans on social media and produce digital content. Deal also calls for King to work with the Panthers to develop a merchandise collection, co-branded art, and his own exclusive concession menu item to be available at all Panther home games and events for the coming season. He's the first college athlete to sign an NIL deal with a professional franchise according to the Panthers. Is he a big enough star? You're going to want to go to a Florida Panthers game and uh, and get his uh, burger or whatever that item is? They think so. Yeah. Kent State coach Sean Lewis has agreed to a contract extension through 2025. He became the youngest head coach in FBS, 31 years old. When Kent State hired him in December of 2017, guided the Golden Flashes to consecutive winning seasons for the first time since 1976 and 77. It's been a minute for Kent State to do a little winning. 31, way young. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Only four games in the big leagues last night. The Padres beat the Marlins 8-3. Joe Musgrove. Six innings of good work. Eric Hosmer, who seems to be heating up over the last uh, six to eight weeks, homered in the victory. That was the only action in the uh, in the National League West. Yankees beat the Royals. DJ LeMay, who's RBI double in the 11th inning, lifted New York. Well, I think the big story in MLB yesterday was the Rockies said that the fan did not use the N-word for the... Uh, he was yelling at the mascot. Mascot dinger. Dinger. <laughs> and then, of course, all the social justice warriors went to town on that. Just, oh, brother. <laughs> Some people were disappointed he didn't say it. And, and who is going to say it? Stand up in a relatively crowded area... And start screaming that. I suppose it would happen. But in that situation? Seems unlikely. Yeah. What would have triggered all that? Well, one other note on the Yankees who won. Glaber Torres, <laughs> injured list. He, he moves on Glaber. quickly. Well, uh, did you have more to say about one person in the Rockies game? I didn't. White Sox 11-1 over the Twins. Five ribbies. Reload Jimenez. He had two dingers. That's home runs, buddy. We got to change that. Yeah, right. That. Can't say now. dinger anymore. <laughs> Indians beat the Reds. Jose Ramirez with a two-run shot and an RBI triple. There you go. B's got blown out by the Aviators, 14-5. to Coverage on the zone for the series finale starts at 7.50. First pitch, 8.05. DJ and PK, that is what is trending and 
What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs digital journalist for KENS5 and host of Locked on Spurs is going to join us at 8 o'clock. Talk with him about Rudy Gay and the move to the Jazz. Doug Haller, Arizona State writer for The Athletic, will join us at 9 o'clock. What is going on with the Sun Devils? How many more coaches are going to get suspended there? How is this going to play out? We'll talk with him coming up at 9.05. Question of the day on the way on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Stay with us. Number one. The Zone Sports Network is Utah's number one choice for sports radio in Utah. From DJ and PK to Hanson Scotty and the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, the Zone continues to dominate the competition. Thank you to all of you that continue to make the Zone Sports Network Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports station. Your home for the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about is right here. 97.5, 1280 The Zone. In the Zone Sports Network. DJ PK brought to you in part by Davis Vision. The Davis Vision summer LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses and save $1,000. Start your road to better vision, Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call them today at 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. Question of the day. Mike Conley is back with the Jazz, the hamstring. How much confidence do you have? He says he's working on the hammy issues and hopes to be in fully healthy. What is your confidence level? And PK, what? got a lot of answers here from people who are pretty lukewarm. Hopeful, but lukewarm. Ryan says on a scale of 1 to 10, I give it a 5. Ooh, that doesn't sound lukewarm to me. David says he'll play 50 games. Shane says, well, this isn't lukewarm. Shane, ice cold, very confident that the Jazz wasted their money. Now, what's the definition of wasted? Well, there's no hope he plays in the playoffs, and I guess it's wasted, I think. Most Jazz fans have some hope, so I, I get why someone would give it a five. He's going to have issues at some point. Five? That's going to F. Is he going to be, or, or it's 50-50? That's seriously low. Here's Mike Conley with his media availability yesterday afternoon. Yeah, the hammy's been good. It's been really good. I've been training real hard and um, been going through a really good program to try to, you know, hopefully – knock out these issues that have been creeping up in the last few years. And, um, and, you know, as far as, uh, I guess what I've been doing is just, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, like I said, a lot of strength, a lot of, uh, a lot of yoga, a lot of stretching, a lot of things I've kind of taken a, a liking to uh, that I haven't really. All right. There's Mike Conley, Mike Conley talking about yoga, stretching, Taking a liking to stuff that should have a positive impact. You like yoga pants? <laughs> How about it depends? <laughs> I 
Lance says hamstring issues are hard because they seem like they never fully heal. Never. So once you get one, you're just doomed for life. For life. <laughs> but then he says, I'm thinking he'll be good come October. If he's good come October, great. She told me he's good come the playoffs. Uh, yeah, but you were in the same the next breath. You say, well, somebody who's out can't just jump back in. It doesn't work. So why would I want him to be not well in the regular season but be good enough in the playoffs? That doesn't sound like there's a that's a recipe to win. You've said that many times. You just can't come back and just flip the switch in the playoffs. And now with Conley, you're saying he can? Well, well, if his if he misses uh if the 20, let's say 25 games he misses or the last 25 games of the season, then all the concerns you're talking about would be real. If they're spotted throughout the year with back-to-backs, that doesn't bug me as much. It was not 25 back-to-backs. No, it'll probably be 15 to 20, probably closer to 15. See when the schedule comes out. I don't think they're going to waste their money because I think this building is going to be packed. The value of the franchise is going to go up. Uh, so when you look at money, I mean, that's the way they look at it, too. The fan doesn't necessarily look at it that way because he doesn't care. She doesn't care about that stuff. But these are people who made millions and billions of dollars, and they look at the financial ramifications of it. So returning Conley... No, when the season starts in a few months, expectations are going to be second to when the Jazz went to the finals the second season uh, back in 97 and then consequently in 98. The place is going to be electric. So they're not wasting money. They're going to get that money back and then some. So I disagree on that 100%. Kyle says, I'm confident he'll miss some games. I just hope it isn't in the playoffs. And then he posts Al Davis saying, just win, baby, and laughing maniacally. Yeah. See, I think the wasted is in terms of pursuing a championship. Maybe not. Maybe that's not what the person meant. So if you don't win it, it's wasted. Well, if you spend it on him and he doesn't play in the playoffs, then it's wasted. I mean, you can't say that all 29 teams wasted their money. You have a good time. Why are we assuming he's not going to play in the playoffs? He played last year in the playoffs. He did. He was there in the Denver series. Had the last shot at the end of Game 7. So why are we assuming that there's any more possibility he doesn't play in the playoffs versus fill-in-the-blank player doesn't play in the playoffs? I mean, this just goes to your longtime analysis of fans. Be negative. Lower the expectations so you're not hurt as bad if it doesn't work out. And ultimately, for 29 of the 30 teams, it doesn't work out, and then the Milwaukee Bucks get to have a parade. Then why be a fan? If it's going to <laughs> hurt you, why be a fan? Because it's fun. Well, until how could it get be hurt? fun and <laughs> if you're hurt? Or is it like love? You need to risk and put your soul out there. It is better to have lost and be lost in love than to find something. Better to have loved and lost and never to have loved at all. I think think it's George Bush over here. (laughs) (laughs) Fool me once. All men are created, uh, you know, uh, the thing. (laughs) Thanks there, Joe. Any sentence that ends with the thing. That's a classic immediately. I have full expectations for Mike Conley to play and play well next season. He's talking about doing all this rehab and prehab and all this stuff this summer, 
And last summer, you know, what could he do? He was limited in what he was able to do there. This time, he has a full off season, such as it is. It's shorter than normal because the season was pushed back. But he's he has got a all fuller, this time. He has a fuller off season. He has all this time to get himself prepared. Now, the hammy can be great, and the ankle could hurt. I mean, the elbow could, whatever. Fill in the blank. So, I'm not doomsday going forward with with Conley. He's but not it, an Iron Man, but nobody's an Iron Man anymore. Okay, so if you're seventy, if you play seventy games in a season, like Locke told us, the number is seventy one, seventy two, somewhere in there is an average season. Plenty good enough for me. But if I told you right now he's going to play sixty, would you take over or under? Which is more likely? I'll go over. I would take it right now. If someone offered a sixty-four games of Mike Conley. Nelly, however, would take the under. Uh, <laughs> asked, "What's your confidence level?" She says, "Um, zero. Zero, huh? Way negative. Same thing will happen next season." Jeff, on the other hand, says one hundred percent. Full gamut and back-to-back posts. He has 100% confidence. Okay. Mike Conley, 100% confidence. I assume you think Mike's going to run out, play 72 of the 82. That's full-time season. And then be available for every playoff game they play. That, to me, would be 100%. I don't need him playing 82 games. I don't need him playing 100% of the regular season. You have full confidence in someone, they miss a handful of games. The statues just rolled over and they're not even dead yet. <laughs> ah, that's right. You need them to play <laughs> that's right. when they're supposed to go to work. Times have changed. No one's playing 82. That's not true. It's an extreme statement. Most people aren't playing 82. And why not? I mean, we'll never know, but did the statues playing 82 at any point deny them an NBA championship? If they would have played, if they would have rested, games, if they had rested in 97 and 98, would they had a little more juice you know, and any, won in the finals? Any number of seasons, not just you don't have to pick those two against Jordan. There was times that they had opportunities to win when Jordan wasn't around or wasn't ready to win yet. I mean, they were a better 80, team in the 80s than the Bulls were. Yep. 88 could have been a chance. 94-95 could have been a chance. Clearly, 97 and 98 were chances. Then, if 97 and 98 were chances, then 96 was a chance, too. Throw it in there. Game 7 loss to the Sonics. Right. But that was the year Jordan went nuts with 72 wins. So. Uh, but if... The other two were than the prior one. So they've got like five, six seasons. Does anybody think if they would have rested, took time off, that they would have increased to the point of winning? Or do you think they definitely would have won if they would have rested? If they would have been ahead of their time, which sounds crazy to say, being ahead of your time by taking time off Hmm. seems uh, just out of whack. So don't go as hard is ahead of your time. Does anybody think that? 
We'll have no way of knowing, so I don't know that you can be wrong. I've never thought that until this discussion, nor have I re- re- really ever heard anyone say, that was the difference, that was what cost Well, I mean, that's what basically you're saying on these guys. I mean, you're already coming to the table. Figuring they're going to miss games. Three months before the season starts, guaranteeing me that Conley won't come anywhere near playing all the games that he's getting paid to play for. You've you've virtually guaranteed me that he won't come anywhere near. You're willing to accept. I would take the under on 72. Not being good on hamstrings and all that, I would probably take the under on 60, although that makes me... What are you good on with the body there, big guy? (laughs) (laughs) Knee injuries. (laughs) I diagnosed Carlin's knee injury in front of you a long time ago. Yeah, uh, Yes, and I got got news for you. The the, the medical uh, advancements have gone leaps and bounds since you hurt your knee. Well, then hopefully the medical uh, stuff's gone. And you already know that. Leaps and bounds forward on hamstrings. Well, you already know that it has. It has. Right, because you know everything has. So I, I wouldn't worry about the hamstring because, as I say, how do you know it's not an ankle or a finger or an elbow or a shoulder? You don't know. I mean, we don't know. It's a huge factor in the playoffs last year, and I expect it'll be a huge factor in the playoffs I mean, next year. I don't year. know that who's going to go down. Conley has had hamstring issues that have plagued him throughout his NBA playing career. No, there have been other injuries along the way. But I'm not going to go accept that the premise already that he's going to sit out double-digit games. Will you accept it later? I have to see what the injury is. Because I don't know that these load management spiels help teams win titles. Because as much as we can say... Well, if the Statues would have sat out, they would have won. We, that's just a theory. It has. There's nothing behind it that can be proven in the least. Is there anything behind saying, well, two years back when, three years ago, whatever it was, when Leonard won the title for Toronto, he sat out 20 games. And man, if he didn't sit out those 20 games, there's no way they would have won the title. You can't say that either. You don't know that. There's no alternate universe to check any of this. In Leonard's case, I don't know, but I think it's reasonable to have suspicions that this partially torn ligament he's had, that there's been something wrong with it for a while, and that's why he's taken so many games off. And a lot of different teams have gone along with it. Maybe because he's a good player and they're afraid he'll leave, he'll get upset He's got leverage. Right, he's got leverage. But at the same time, given the way he hurt his knee just running down the court on a really routine-looking NBA play— it's not a reach to say he's been nursing something there for a long okay, time. Okay, but that so fine. everybody's so everybody's different. But In Conley's case, he when we talk seventy two games, he hasn't played seventy two games since the two thousand thirteen and fourteen season when he played seventy three. So it isn't always going to be the hammy, but there have been different health issues with him in a long time. I also think that now. In all these sports, it seems like they've hired the medical performance people to make sure it's it's beyond the team doctor and trainer. But it seems like their job mostly, when we hear about them, is they're holding people out. When in doubt, don't play. Did you ever notice that a mechanic's car never runs well? (laughs) Because they're always tinkering. Yeah. 
So we've got all these advancements now. We got 42 trainers and this and that, mm-hmm. and massage and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And, when in and doubt, the players are playing less than ever. Yeah. When in doubt, they say, don't play them or yeah. play them a limited amount of time. So was there doubt back? There was just no yeah. doubt with the statues and Thurl and Eaton and all these dudes who showed up every single game, every single year. There was probably. And then Jerry Sloan looked at him and they suited up and played. So, I mean, they had all good. the practices. So, you, yeah. that would be inclined to say it was Jerry's fault. My mind, it was Jerry's credit that well, they showed up and played. Fault or credit, Jerry was the reason. That was his attitude, and he ran this. He ran the ship, and I don't, I don't know. Played. I don't know that the coach has and Stockton alone over the medical people and Stockton alone signed off on it. And so did Mark and Eden. That, so did Thurl, right. and on and on. And that's going to put pressure on everybody up and down the roster. So okay, so it's not really a medical thing; it's a wussy mindset thing. And what you what you just said is you just called out the stars who aren't willing to have that level of expectation, and you called out Quinn Snyder who isn't willing to have that level of expectation. I don't think you would do that. Uh, there's no way you would do that, but that's what you're doing. The mindset's totally changed, and yes, Quinn's mindset is different than Jerry's, but. Everybody in sports is mindset. I mean, pitchers don't throw as many innings. NBA players don't play 82 games. Uh, we can go up and down the list. And mechanics cars don't run well <laughs> the way they're supposed to. Come on. You don't think there's a, a connection here? I just, and if, I just wonder if it makes any difference. And well, I guess fan- we can go back to players whose careers were shortened by injuries. Uh, could they have lengthened their careers if they sat out games in the 80s and 90s? Well, it's not about lengthening their careers. It's about winning it all. <laughs> I think this discussion is partially about lengthening your career. For the individual, but not for the fan. Right. Not for the owner. If Mike Conley, if they win the title... Next year, and Mike Conley never plays another game for the Jazz. Who says okay? Everybody. Conley may not say okay, but everybody else would. Jazz fans raise their hand. Yeah. That was a great contract. Yeah. It's about winning it all. That's up to the individual to prolong his or her career. If, and then the money's so outrageous, do they need that? And depending on the individual... Rudy Gay, does he need to play? No, he wants to play. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, unless he's gone through money uh, at unbelievable amounts of and rates, does he financially need to play? No, I wouldn't think so, unless he's just been totally off the wall with the money, but I have no idea. I don't know what that kind of money is. I'm a paycheck-to-paycheck paycheck dude, man. Uh, so, and I'm, and I'm not poor by any stretch, but I'm still a paycheck-to-paycheck paycheck guy. I need a job. And I'm going to need a job for many years to come. Uh, but I don't think those guys are in that position. So they want to play. And you have to have health to play, sure. But I think that's largely on the individual. And I've said that with Chris Paul and LeBron and these guys that you look at them. And Stockton was the same, too. You look at in the face, he looked older. But you look at the body from the time he was younger in his prime to the time he's older, you couldn't tell a lick of difference. And I don't, I haven't seen him now uh, in years, but I used to see him uh, when his kid was playing down in Vegas. 
bump into him, and he looked exactly the same. So the point being, it's up to those guys, the player himself, herself, to keep themselves in the best shape possible. That's their job to do that. And if they do that, they probably can extend it. Lots of guys are extending yeah. it. And you see players come back to the start of the season. Most of them don't look like they've gained a lot of weight, gotten out of shape. Probably a handful who have, but most don't. So I think they can extend their careers, but it's up to them. I think in the in the in the time in the in real time, it's up to them to give everything they have. Not well, I got to sit back because I got to worry about extending my career here. So I can't give all. If that were the case, and that ever got out, the fan bases would go berserko. You're not giving me everything you got right now so you can extend it two, three years down the road? I don't think that's the mindset in the moment. They step back, and and I'm, looks like Mike Conley's just taking fine care of himself. Just looking at him yesterday on the, on the Zoom thing, yesterday afternoon at 4 o'clock when he started. Uh, you know, He's going through all the stuff. That's what gives me a level of confidence that he's going to be able to pull this off. Because last year... I don't know what he was able to do uh, with the medical people and all. Probably not a whole lot because everybody was in isolation and lockdown and all that stuff. Well, this year he's able to have that opportunity, and I think he's going to take it seriously and put himself in the position. I think his mindset, knowing that he probably won't play the 82, I agree with you, but I think his mindset is to go full steam ahead. I would expect that is the mindset. And he's doing what he can to prepare himself for it. He's not sitting on the couch. Well, yeah, I'm gonna play every game. No, I don't. That's not. He's taken every opportunity to put himself in the best position to be able to do that. The goal for the regular season now is everything you just said, but to put them in the best position for the regular season. So if there is some issue along the way, hamstring or whatever else, address it as it comes. Right. And I won't be surprised if he sits out. Sure. Because this team has answered so many regular season questions now. The questions for this team are now in the playoffs. And maybe we'll get down to the end and there'll be some race and a matchup at home court. So I can't say there's no questions in the regular season. But the overwhelming majority of the questions for this team are now in the playoffs. But and we'll, figure to be for the next, you know, as, as long as Donovan Mitchell well, and Rudy Gobert are here in contender, their prime. Yeah. That's what you want. That's what you you want to be. If you're a legitimate contender, then those were that. That's when the answers are going to be known. But I don't look at next postseason Mike Conley's injuries as a factor any more than I look at anybody else's on this team's a factor. Yeah, I don't think I could sign off on that 100. percent I get your point, and I can sign off it on 90%, but because Gobert has played so many games... He got hurt against the Clippers in the postseason. He did, but that was several years ago, and he bounced back. I mean, anything can happen. You can... You can always, I mean, yesterday you, t- you spent the whole show telling me about 2004. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll grab whatever year I need. <laughs> There's somewhat happenstances, injuries. A lot of them are, yeah. Like Donovan Mitchell, who was the kid who ran in, I don't even remember, it was that day game. Yeah. Right? And rolled his ankle. I don't remember who it was now. I don't even remember the team, really. I can't, I can't, but I can remember the play. Pacers? I, I can't remember. Yuck! 
Figure it out. Uh, I think it was. I think you were right. I think, yeah, Pacers. Yeah. I think but right. I am blanking on the guy's name. I can see the play clear as sure. day. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Who it was doesn't matter. Right. The fact it was Donovan's ankle matters a lot. But it was just a freak occurrence. Yes. In a sense. And those always happen. The, so that's what I'm saying. Yes, they do always happen. I agree 100%. They do always happen. You just don't know when and to whom. And so with that in mind, I have just as much confidence in Mike Conley being available in the postseason next year than I do any other player. And I can argue because Mike Conley would be 34 and he's running out of chances. He knows full well and he believes and I support him in his belief that this team has a legitimate chance to win it all. I believe that they, that they do and he knows full well that he's a critical component of all that. So he's going to have to legitimately be unable to play because he's running out of time whereas Donovan Mitchell stands to have years to come. You know, that's all true. It's just... Are his injuries chronic? Some people, they just they have worse luck. I don't I don't know why. I assume he works really hard at it in the off season. It sounds but they like it was chronic the year before in the playoffs. Nope, they weren't. So and it's like he hasn't had injuries every season for six years, but he's had a lot of them. Right, but we're talking about the playoff now. That's the highlight of the postseason. So, is the, of the season right. is the postseason. So, so that's why that's why fans two. right, and that's why fans should have some confidence because sitting here on August tenth, although he presumably was thinking about this a month ago too. But as we sit here on August tenth, everything for Conley should be focused on how do they make sure he's healthy for the playoffs because we don't have many other questions about him. When he plays, we think he plays at a very high level. When he plays, we think he goes a long way towards helping them win. And I don't think most Jazz fans are that worked up about the regular season now. Oh, it depends. In May, agreed. But they just had the one seed and they went out in the second round. They've gone out in the second round with a four and a five seed also with this group, this coaching staff, and you know Ingles and Gobert and, and Mitchell, his rookie year. They're out in the second round. So the biggest questions loom out there in the playoffs next year. So not only does he have the time from now until the start of the season to see what he can do about these chronic injuries, but he's really got from now until the start of the playoffs. Whatever it takes. I don't understand hamstrings. I've never had hamstring problems. And we joke about me and what I know about knee problems. Well, that's because I had them. And there have been advances, obviously. And, and there's part of me that just looks at the last six years of his career and says, it may not be the hamstrings. He could work really hard and get really good advice from medical people, and his hamstrings could be great, but it could be something else. Well, you're about to say the Houston Rockets because nobody goes to the NBA Finals sitting down there at three, four, five, six, seven seed. So to think that the regular season doesn't matter is just not true. Well, weren't the Bucks just the three seed? I didn't have to go to the Rockets. Right, but you can go over there all you want. And that doesn't help you. I'm talking about this. This conference. oh, in the West, in the yeah. West, yeah. I'd have to look up three seeds in the West. You're right; there aren't a lot. So the regular season matters. It's launching point to the postseason, and it has been for many, many years. And the Suns were the two seed and got there. Yeah, for all the for all the play in the West that was so good and so even, they were the two, and they got out. Right, in a game behind. They were right there, obviously. So it does matter. So I I want Conley to be ready first game. Because that that sends a strong message, man. If you're out there playing, 
and maybe you miss an occasional game for rest. In the the Lesac Bear one game, they played. It was a it's funky a situation. Full of them. What, what, what that was that Gobert thing? It was like a Saturday afternoon game or something in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they almost won, but somebody got free for a layup at the buzzer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it would have been cool if Gobert would have just been sitting over there and said, yeah, "I'm coming in, coach." and blocked the shot or something, played uh, five seconds, and and they won that ball game. Uh, So I think it does matter. And I think he's preparing to play because I think he he knows the situation is at hand. He knows the sense of urgency with him, with Ingles, with Bogdanovich, I think is extremely high. Rudy Gay now is a 35-year-old dude. Whiteside is 32. These are pups in the game of life, but this isn't the game of life. It's the game of the NBA, and they're up there, they're out there, and it's soon to be gone. Ben Scully? No, Clowkey, you idiot. <laughs> Jeez, wow, what disrespect. To the track to the wall gone for Vince Scully. <laughs> Jeez, Vince Scully. Don't you watch and go to B's games? What you do? Did you go up to Rice Eccles and find out that going to B's games isn't profitable for Channel 2, so you don't pump that up the way you do the soccer? You know, oh, don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about, manifesto boy. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I didn't because I thought you were talking to you football. I got it now. I don't listen to Clowkey when I'm at the game. I listen to Clowkey when I'm in my car. Why not? I bring the radio and I listen when I'm at the game. I've never done that. I bring my transistor my, and I listen and, to the game and my on dad the radio. Was, my dad was of the generation and that was actually a thing as opposed to a joke. Uh, you would now take your phone and listen to Clowkey. You would not bring your transistor. Well, this still happens down in Provo. Yeah. <laughs> I bring my transistor to the game well, so I can hear the call. That's what that radio guy in San Diego was probably And it's up there, and it's out there, and it's gone. Vince Scully. We got our own Vince Scully right here. Unfortunately, his dad wasn't in broadcasting, so he doesn't have a major league (laughs) gig. It does does tend to clog up the career path. (laughs) If only he'd hit hit 500 home runs or had a dad who... Owned a team. Owned a team or was a broadcaster. Off the top of your head, how many broadcasters had dads who were broadcasters? Uh, every last one of them. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs digital journalist for KENS 5 and host of Locked On Spurs is going to join us. Coming up in 15 minutes, talking about Rudy Gay and the move hey, to Utah. Coming up next, man, I have just got a bone to pick with all media members, and I'm going to unleash. That's next. Stay with us. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Time to chat with Max Tooley. Give us a story or two about your mission. Something that was unique about my mission was I was assigned to speak Mandarin on my mission. So, yeah, it was quite the, you know, the tall order. Got to serve in different areas where, uh, you know, where specific, you know, Chinese students would be. I loved my mission. That Mandarin's going to serve you well down the line for sure. There's (laughs) no doubt about that. We appreciate your time and thanks for joining us. Hey, uh, Max, why me? Hawaii, huh? Yeah. All right, man. I'll see you later. I know a little Mandarin. Look at you. You okay. just Googled that. No, I did not. I know Hawaii means I love you. Because... You just told Max Tooley I love you? Yeah, well, yeah, now that I think about it, I did. That's a little awkward. He said it back, though. Oh, this is uncomfortable. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
The top 60 and 60 is back in the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty will announce another member of the top 60 players in the state of Utah as they count you down to the start of the college football season. It's a top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon Health and Fitness here on the Zone Sports Network. All right, local media, hold them accountable, PK. That's not just local. It's everybody, oh. everybody now. Everybody. Yeah. National media. Yeah. International, You're global. Count, coward now? Come on. But also, Colin. <laughs> Does everything have to be a simile and a metaphor? Yes. That ball is like a stone. <laughs> everything. Everything. But good for him. He's made millions. Not just him. That was, uh, who was the Sports Illustrator? Was it Rick, Rick Riley? Riley. Yeah. yeah. He worked the similes and metaphors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love today. He cashed in, too. Good for him. Good for anybody who cashes in. I'm all for it. Today's world, especially in college football, they add a player. Oh, man, that quarterback room, that running back room, that linebacker room. When did it become a room? Everything's a room now. That room is really strong. I don't care what the freaking room is. (laughs) (laughs) They reinforce the walls. It's strong. (laughs) I'm sick of hearing about the room. Back in the day, did they just go to opposite sides of the same big room and have their little meetings? But now they got all these palaces, so everybody's built a room for each a position room. group. The room. Oh, the quarterback room. He's going to add to the running back room. I don't need the room to be good. I need the field to be good. I need the scoreboard. He's going to light up the scoreboard. That's what I want to hear. The room. You know, what is the level of importance regarding depth? The quarterback room. They've got a great quarterback room. That's overstated. I want a great quarterback. I don't want to, I don't care about my room. If you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Well, yeah, but that, but that now it's not just two. The room. In order to what qualifies to have a room? You gotta have like four or more. I mean, a few years back, you went nuts on Jordan Wilmore. I said, ease the hype on this kid. Jordan Wilmore. Oh, man. He's awesome. Yeah, those four yards he gained in his youth career, they were the best. Spectacular. (laughs) The room. What difference did it make, the freaking room? They all left. Who knows? Go clean your room. Go to your room. Because you ain't in a Utah room anymore. All right. Famous (laughs) phrases that use the word room. Right? The Utah room, the running back room with Brumfield and, and Wilmore and I got a kid, I think his name was Green from, from Phoenix. That running back room, man, it was awesome. Yeah, the four-string guy is going to play <laughs> special teams. The room. And so, oh, but it, it breeds the competition. That's nothing but cliché. Because if I need somebody else to push me, am I really that good? It's got to come from within. Well, for the best it does, because there's no one to push the best. And that's who I want. they are the best. I but, want you to be your best. It doesn't matter what anybody else does. If you don't, if I need, if I got to have somebody to bring out the best in you, you're not good enough. You're not going to play anyway. But sometimes you still find another gear when you're pushed. The nature of competition. 
Right, but you would have it either way. Because if you find it when you're pushed, that means you're able to go get it, and you would get it. That's my point. The room. The next guy who tells me about somebody's room, what are we, 12 years old here? Coach is trying to say nothing, come up with new expressions. Media members trying to sound like they know what they're talking about and they're friends with the coaches. Copy the expressions. The next thing you know, a new cliche is born. And then we never hear about the long snapper room. Suppose a long snapper goes down. <laughs> it's the specialist room, let's be clear. No, but we even get more specialized than the specialist. Now everybody's like stuck in some storage area or something. We need to have, some, what are we, Mike Leach here? Some Greg James's <laughs> nice. son? Nice. That was good. Good pull. <laughs> we, we need to have a long snapper room. I want to hear about the long snapper room. And then I want to. We never hear about the short snapper either. It's always the long snapper. <laughs> the short snapper is the center. <laughs> well, you go, it could be the kicker. I mean, the okay, snapper so on the PATs. You should spend each one of the media sessions for the next few weeks, which are going to get really boring because they're they trying not are. to say. You're right. They're they're trying not to say anything. How'd it anything. go today, Coach? Good, good, good. Yeah, we made progress. I can't ask about anything specific because I was around three corners and couldn't watch. And Jeff Call, I was talking to him yesterday, uh, covering the. For the D News, and we were talking because I've known Jeff for twenty some years, and we spent a lot of time together, just wasting time waiting at practices or on the road eating dinner or whatnot. And I've known Jeff, as I say, many years. And he was talking about, I mean, we were talking about back when we were covering BYU 20 years ago. You sit there and stand there and watch everything. And he was saying that a lot of his questions that he would ask in the media session were based on what he saw. That now be, you don't see anything. That would be logical. <laughs> so what am I supposed to ask? How'd it go today? Good, right. good. Yeah. We got a long way to go, but it went well. Yeah, guys right. are coming along. Competition's heating up. <sighs> same old crap every freaking day now. But they all think it gives them an advantage, so they win games. But the truth is, they're all when it all's done, everybody went five hundred because somebody's got to win and lose every game. But there's fewer interesting stories. People don't get drawn into the personalities and in the competition. And college football attendance is dropping. Ah, uh, yeah, but so not for Utah. Team. Nope, Utah's an exception. And I don't think the fans care as long as you win. The fans who are there, the ones that would care are the ones who aren't there anymore because they're not interested. They're more interested in something else or doing something else. Yeah, but how many is that based on because some ding-dong like me doesn't have access to watch a practice to answer, answer, ask a more intelligent question? They haven't. They the Stories. You always talk about stories. Everybody loves stories. It's not just you. You certainly do, or you wouldn't have gotten into this line of work. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. lots of people love stories, and there are fewer stories. Now, is somebody off hiking in the mountains because they didn't hear some story about some athlete? Well, no, they're cleaning the, their room. The youths, the cougars at the jazz? <laughs> Tell fewer stories. But everybody's getting paid, so what do they care about the long-term future of the game? Well, the slot receiver room is really looking good at Utah. Well, as long as Britton Covey is there. <laughs> no, no, you got to have more than that. It's got to be, you got to have like four guys in the room. You just have one dude in the room, although that's good for him because then he's got more room in the room. If there's only one guy in the room, you follow me? When we come back, I will not be following PK. <laughs> Jeff Garcia, Spurs digital journalist. What's the lowdown? Rudy Gay. How's he playing? What can Jazz fans expect? What will he contribute? Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs. 
Works for uh, KNS5, covers the Spurs, host of Locked On Spurs. He'll join us next. Stay with us.